and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. And it is officially Raiders Week here inside the SWBC podcast studio at the Star in Frisco. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola as we have moved past officially Sunday in Kansas City. And we are looking forward to Red Kettle Day at <laughs> Red <laughs> Thanksgiving Day. 3.30 on CBS 11 with a lot of prime oh. programming leading up to oh, kickoff. With hey, he's right on time Romo. for the plug and everything. Right. You know, it was so different yesterday. We were just so even keeled, you know. Just flow, No crazy uh, antics. Yeah. Uh, no mention know. of Super Bowls None yesterday. of that stuff, no. man. No, 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 none of that. Yeah. No mention of Welcome M- back, William. MVPs. Yeah, or, man, you know. Well, I wish I could have been here yesterday. <laughs> we could have used you. We really Especially, could have. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting text messages at 1.30 saying, where are you? <laughs> that, was, that was me. You, Question marks. That was Mickey, too. You expected us to <laughs> remember, remember your schedule Mickey, three days later? Mickey, I told you five times last week that I wasn't going to be here on Monday. Yeah, but conflict. three days elapsed in between. <laughs> yeah, a game. A whole game had happened. You know, come on. Who's thinking about Bill Williams? And Mickey probably got in at, what, 6 o'clock in the morning? One time did the bus get back here. Uh, 5.40. Okay, Close. here you go. Got to bed at 6.30. There you go. All right. I'm going to tell you what I told my wife today. I was looking for something that's always in the same spot, and it wasn't there. And I said, you know what? When you get old, you just leave things where they are, yeah. because we can't remember <laughs> where we put them then. <laughs> well, on, there. on that note, let's move on to what's going on here, as there is nobody on the practice field. There's no equipment short, on the practice field. It was a short practice. Okay. They started it's at a short week. like 11.40 and finished by 1 o'clock. Is and this their I got only? to hear the interviews, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. Uh, is this their only practice this week? No, they'll go tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow be part mock game, their walkthrough, and part their normal practice on Saturday. When's their rejuvenation day this week? Uh, there's no, <laughs> no rejuvenating. <laughs> you just put your stuff on and go play. Actually, right? the stay period was Monday afternoon. <laughs> It's called stay, and it was Monday afternoon. Monday afternoon. Okay. Well, that's yeah. usually Monday afternoon. Yeah, Monday was still Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So nothing. Yeah, nothing changed. Uh, Rejuvenation day is going to be Friday. Yeah, I, and maybe Saturday too. Uh-huh. Right? And then you got to get back to practice on Sunday. I hope they're, they're jubilant. Be, I hope they're jubilant. No, you don't Friday. want jubilant. You need to go place hands on guys and get them healthy. <laughs> oh, okay. You want to do yeah. an injury report? See, yeah, there you go. <laughs> see how I set him up. He, he reads the room well. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. See, I wasn't doing that yesterday. I had no idea what we were talking about. I think we rambled on and on and on the whole, all three segments. So it wasn't any different than any other. <laughs> right. Yeah, just one less, one less, one mile. less rambler. <laughs> okay, Mickey, give us get us up to speed. What's going on? So, McCarthy said that uh, Tyron. Uh, they, they listed him. Yes, they didn't practice yesterday, right? Right. But they listed him as limited. But I think he took part in most everything today. It mm-hmm. looked like, or at least from the start, because they cut us off early. But he was doing the individual drills, the position drills, 
and it looked like he was ready to step in at left tackle. Were you surprised that he did not play on Sunday against Kansas City? No, I was not. I was not either. And all these reports started coming out like on Friday, oh, he's going to play. In fact, I talked to a member of the media even on Thursday. Oh, oh he's he's going to play for sure. Yeah, yeah no, and I never was, got. I, thought I never it, thought he was. I thought it, we was didn't do it still, on this show. We never. I yeah. thought it was still questionable. And as Mike said, a lot would determined would be determined by how Saturday plan, p- panned out. And uh, and so the tweets start coming out on Sunday morning that uh, like it's breaking news that Tyron Smith isn't going to play today. Yeah, and I'm like. Well, that's not breaking news. Questionable. I mean, well, ESPN, I, I thought it would they, they had to come out with the official list. I think it came out on Sunday, and so that's why. Well, they, yeah, why they also for the Sunday morning shows no, they got to come out yeah. with quote unquote breaking injury, news. Yeah, but I think that's what everyone yeah. was responding to. No, because that the, the list doesn't come out till like an hour and a half before kickoff. Okay, so they were they so were three twenty five game means two like ten minutes to to two. But there was a narrative out there that yeah. he was going to play on no, Sunday. I, I never. I never as a matter of fact, I didn't think he would. Even just because of what we can see, the things he was doing out there, and the times he was kind of standing off to the side when they were doing position and individual drills, he wasn't doing everything. And part of it, in my mind, on it was okay. If he plays Sunday, then he's playing Thursday, and so you're asking a guy who's coming, who's missed a month basically, mm-hmm. to come play two games in five days. Right, and it's just like, just like uh, now with Demarcus Lawrence, uh, Mike said uh, yesterday mm-hmm. that he'll he'll be activated to practice soon. Well, I saw somebody today report that he was going to practice this week, <laughs> and that's not what he said. And he wasn't out there today. Well, he did not not say that. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't say he was, right? And, and so it wouldn't make any sense to start him practicing this week. You get one practice in. So they'll start him. Well, I guess maybe – I wonder if they consider this week like Saturday. Okay, we're activating him so he can practice Sunday. But but yeah. But this week meant yeah. So when does today. the week start for the Cowboys when you play a Thursday into another yeah, Thursday? I would imagine it's on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's that's Tuesday. that would be the Tuesday of a normal right, work week. Right. Yeah. So, but not today. <laughs> so uh, and you know, and he wasn't practicing today. By the way, uh, C.D. Lamb was not practicing, but that was expected because you got to go through the COVID protocol, Con- and you have concussion protocol. Concussion, concussion yeah, protocol. COVID. Sorry, um, somebody else had COVID. They, Amari Cooper. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Uh, the strength. Yeah, uh, Cedric. Is it Cedric Smith? Cedric. Um, the assistant yes. strength and yes. conditioning yes. coach. Um, so yeah, you gotta. I mean, you gotta be so many days away from the uh, concussion, mm-hmm. and then you gotta go out and do something uh, physically exerting, and then you gotta show up the next day not having any symptoms. So while they're hopeful for him, and yeah, it's great that he's sitting in meetings, but that doesn't mean he's good to go. So. Um, I, I would imagine, again, on the practice report, it'll be did not practice. 
uh, and then we'll see what happens tomorrow. And, uh, and, and Cedric Smith's title, Assistant Strength and Conditioning yeah, Coach, right. which I believe you indicated in, in the COVID mm-hmm. protocol. Well, there was some uncertainty in yes. your voice. And so I just <laughs> well, wanted... I was trying to memorize. I, I knew I had Cedric right, and I'm going, yeah, it is Smith. And then I doubted myself because he was Emmett's fullback, uh, I believe, at Florida. In college. Was he really? Yeah. So you had Smith blocking for Smith, and I was thinking, okay, I confused it, but I didn't. Yeah, you didn't say Emmett Emmett anywhere in there. No. (laughs) But in my mind, I was thinking. Can we stop this? Yes. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So we feel like CD's going to play. I. I, I, Totally up in the air. They're optimistic. Let's put it that way. You're telling me there's a chance. He's got a a ways to go, though. Does he really? Yes. Because he didn't. And we don't have a ways to go to. No, game it's time. a short week. Yeah. I think if it was a Sunday game, yeah. I would have told you and, yes. And if okay, so the physical exertion that you're talking about, uh, which he would be doing on his own since he wasn't at the workout, right? He could have done that. He can indoors. do that on his own, right. and and then it would be how he is tomorrow. tomorrow. Correct. Now, can he have the physical exertion on Wednesday, and then it, how he is on game day can clear him? That part I don't know. Okay. But so it this has is, to be 24 hours. 24 hours before game time. No, 24 hours. After you, the physical after exertion. After the physical, then, okay. then you're, you're fine. And so he would have if to... I remember correctly on this stuff, too, they have independent checkers on these concussion stuff. Because they have somebody on the sideline that if somebody Not affiliated has, with the Cowboys? Yes, exactly. Interesting. With right. the league, a designated yes. uh, On game days, we know that. But during yes. the week as well, there's I think they, I, they may have to check them also to make sure. Yes. So that means next man up. You, you love hearing we that. We saw that. You, you love Sunday, hearing that, don't <laughs> I gave him my theory about next man up, and you've heard it. I said the problem with next man up is the next man up isn't the man. That's it. And so now you're getting diminishing returns. So and Malik Turner uh, would be, you know, the likely replacement, right? I mean, because Brown's already out there. Wilson, Gallup. Well, it's Gallup, Brown, and, and Wilson probably. But I think Turner – I think Turner gives him a little bit more than Noah Brown. I like Turner. I really do. Well, no, don't be down on Brown because he dropped the ball. Okay? No, everybody dropped the ball. Yeah. They've been dropping in these losses for some reason. I, I think I Brown, mean, even Amari on, in yes. the loss. I think, I think Brown, I think he gives us a more physicality. What Obviously, can Brown do huge. for you? Well, <laughs> up, Bill. Welcome back, sir. <laughs> 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 you know, and, and when, we thought, when we think about not necessarily going back because we are going forward here. Yeah. But if we get in the same position as last week, why not put Pollard in more this time? I thought that, you know, we really should have used him a little bit more in the game. Not necessarily at running back. I know, but he's just not a true receiver. He's not going to run the routes you need for like a 17-yard out, right? I know, but I would like to get him the ball quickly in space. Well, I think maybe one of the things they could incorporate is having he and Zeke on the field at the same time. Because that's, that's what sprung that big run, there you go. right? Mm-hmm. 31 yards? Yes, the fake, yeah. the wild fake lateral. And, yeah. then, and, then, and, and I think people, you know, when they're not running the ball, and it's like, well, they got to have Pollard in there. Well, the other six carries he had, he gained 19 yards. Mm-hmm. That's three yards a carry. So when, when you got to be in there bulldozing, he's probably not the guy you want to Well, regardless give of whether he's in or carries. not, you need to have linemen in there that are making the blocks. Right, exactly. That's the main thing. Because they keep talking about, well, we, you got to run the ball. I said, and I was just talking um, with the guys before us, 
uh, Danny McRae, and I said, yeah. I said, but I'm going to go back and count how many times I wrote down after the first down run, second and eight, because they just weren't getting they weren't anywhere. Getting it. They weren't getting and, anywhere. And, you know, I, I would agree with you on a lot of that, but I've seen teams – they just force the issue. Yes, and I know. Sometimes it, I know. it does work. You just keep forcing the issue. Don't don't relent so much. And we were talking yesterday about two consecutive running plays. Yeah, and we couldn't find one. Yeah, I started um, looking. I had a hard time finding. That's one. Crazy, I just found. Man. I was just looking myself as you're talking, and there was. Uh, I've got Pollard. Uh, this is uh, four. This drive that started at uh, four oh five first quarter, mm-hmm. and so it was right before. The, right at the end of the first quarter, I had a Pollard plus one on a first and ten play at the 38, or maybe plus two. Uh, second down, and he lost four yards on the next play. So those are back-to-back runs by Pollard. And see, and it's not just r- and, but, runs. But, but we're talking one, two, that's the third series of the game. And, and on, the, on the first series, it was Zeke plus three pass. And then it was they got a couple of first downs. Pollard, Pollard, then an incompletion. Okay, so it's not consecutive runs. Next series, uh, false start on Collins. Zeke minus three. Pass, pass. Yeah. Well, after the first, the, the, the penalty. Actually, after the first series, the second series they got um, Zeke. Minus, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm, I messed, right up. I messed so up. So let me just do it yeah, for you. Go. Uh, Zeke minus one, and now it's second eleven. Next possession, first play, Zeke two. Um, they got a first down, and then uh, the the next after Zeke two, they got a first down, uh, got a first down, and then first and ten was the Wildcat mm-hmm. play. Uh, to Pollard, and that got 31 yards. Uh, next play, a little dump out to Zeke, two yards. So they just kept getting behind, not behind the chains, but they weren't moving much past them. Second and long is not a good down. And then, and then the uh, first possession of the second quarter, um, first and 10 at the 23, they threw a quick out to McEwen, two yards. Uh, first down. And 10 at the 34, uh, too many men in the huddle. They got penalized for that. That's the first. Minus That's five. That's the first for the Cowboys this season. Um, and then first and 15, they ran it to Pollard. He got five. Um, but they just kept so, not moving the football. And, and, and before but, you go on, but it, to me, it's the also the type of running plays. Mm-hmm. I get it. You know, we can go wide because we can hold them off because our linemen are so good. But to me, there are times when you need to create more inside blocking schemes mm-hmm. that can hit them quick, especially with a guy like Pollard. And if you get Zeke in there quick enough, he's lowering the boom on somebody, the first person he's going to meet. And hopefully that's not a defensive lineman. So there are ways that you can uh, – it's like on the goal line. We have fourth and goal or whatever, sec, third and goal. I hate bringing the ball back to the running back and having him pick his spots. I would rather we just hit it hard, you understand, and, and make them feel us. To me, I think that's uh, – even if you get one or two yards, it's going you know, it's gonna send to me a message. It's Okay, it's second and eight, but right now your defensive tackle still has an imprint in his chest. 
See, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Leave an impression. And from an offensive line standpoint, okay, when they, obviously they had difficulty pass protecting all day long, but the, just the mindset. No, they uh, didn't because Dak was supposed to carry the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I see that one more but, time. <laughs> but it's the, the mindset of being of a road grading, okay, and, and when you establish the run and – and Play it also it, it, playoff it, football, it, right? And yeah. it and it also it it keeps that defense from pinning their ears back and coming after that's the quarterback right. when they know you're that gonna, you're going to meet me. That's right. You know, I'm yeah. not going to be pulling. But you so know. this was and and there, we've had plenty of games in the past, especially last year, where they fell behind three touchdowns and okay, now you got to pass. Mm-hmm. Well, this entire game. You could pound it if you if you wanted to. Now, whether you'd be successful or not, I don't know. I think but, I think but, they were fearful of KC taking off. Right. You know that's a, they that, didn't that they trust, needed to score a lot of they, points, and they didn't yep. trust the defense. That's a all great game point. Long. All they needed to score was twenty. Mm-hmm. Right, as it turned out. But when you go into a game thinking that we've got to score thirty, then you have a different game plan. That's it. Than, that is it. And, and I'd still. So think, why do we not make that adjustment? I mean, at halftime. What was the score at halftime? Sixteen to three. We're still in it. Am I right? Right. We're still in it. So at halftime, you make that adjustment. And didn't we get the ball first in the in the third quarter? No. And we still stopped them. Stopped them. We still stopped them. Got got that was the interception. Was Thanks the inter- to Travis that Kelsey. That was the drop interception. <laughs> that, that, was, see, that was going to be a, a it was going to be a twenty three to but three see, lead. The, he wasn't going to score. But no, no, I'm not saying oh, you mean gonna, gonna, uh, on that drive. Uh, on that right. drive, they were going to score. But. It was third and six at the thirty seven, right? So mm-hmm. they get the interception, and then here's the problem. We find out that we got C D Lamb's out. Okay. <laughs> and all they got to go is 36 yards for a touchdown, and they went 24 and kicked the field. Did we not know CD was going to be out after we saw him come walking off the he field? Said at he he yeah. said he was fine. He said he was fine. Why do they keep <laughs> listening to these kids? Yeah. <laughs> they're all going to say they're fine. I, I was like, with the Cowboys I'm, got I'm the ball good. and CD. I'm good. I'm good. They say that, just knee jerk reaction. They're uh, not Cowboys good. got the ball and people were scratching their head. How come CD's not out there? I was like, well, did you not see what happened at yeah. the end of the first half? You didn't see the trainer walking his with his side, almost right. arm in arm? Right. Come, come with me. <laughs> right. Right. I was like, when I saw that picture, I said, CD's not playing the rest of the day. And this is a guy, I remember him in college, he got lit up by a Baylor guy on a punt return one time. And he had to be. He had to be in concussion protocol after that. He was out like that's the difference in college and, and the NFL. He was, get he away was, with that crap. He missed, like, <laughs> he missed like one play and he's back well, out there. How many fingers are that? Two. Like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's he right. sees two of them. Uh, let, yeah. me, let me take you way he back. He sees two out of the four. Let me take <laughs> good, good. Let me, we need to win this game. Right. Let me take you way back to high school, right? Our sophomore year. And a good friend of mine, you guys remember Quinn Buckner, right? Yes. Yeah. So he was a freshman. We were playing his high school. I got beat. Got a, <laughs> it was the only <laughs> game we button. lost. We beat him the first time, and Early. then we lost. We won the conference title, by the way, as sophomores. And uh, he fields a punt, and he comes right up the middle, and it's him and my buddy who is no bigger than I am, maybe a little taller, but he didn't weigh anymore. He didn't even try to run around him. He just ran right over him, splat. 
he ended up with a concussion. That's right? old school. So this is Saturday, right? Okay. We we we, uh, we leave, and the coach told me he goes, "Hey, Monday, why don't you make sure you walk Dave the classes? Make sure he gets there." That's what they were worried about with the Jeez. concussion, right? Now that's the protocol, right? Yeah, get get a teammate, get somebody to walk him to class, walk you to class. Make sure he gets it to practice. Make sure he gets to practice. That's all that matters. Uh, so did Thornbridge win state? Uh, not foot. We didn't have <laughs> football playoffs. You, we did not have football playoffs. Whoa, 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 whoa what? Because the state was so big, we didn't have football playoffs. We had no bigger than Texas. We wait, had, you we guys had, got a cute little state. What, what do you mean, wait? About? No, I'm with you, Bill. Wait, you got a cute little state. It's not like you got your yeah, Texas. You're Illinois. We had yeah, that, you act like that's such a big said, state. Okay, in basketball, uh huh. Every team was eligible for the tournament. <laughs> Okay. But did you have it? What do you mean? Did you, did you have, have the tournament? Oh, absolutely. So why you couldn't why have, a football you have football? We then? didn't have football. <laughs> How can you not have football? We playoffs? did not have football playoffs. <laughs> what, do they now in Illinois? Uh, no I'm wonder sure the University of Illinois so. can't win. I'm sure they do. Yeah, they now do. they do. Oh. So they decided at some point that okay, we can go ahead and. But in basketball, the and Mrs. football and, team was and still we didn't have hey, we didn't have all this BS six A five A four A three A. You didn't need it. Basketball, everybody was in the same tournament. Wow, got That's it. Crazy. And how did Thornridge do in that? Uh, Buckner. That, by the way, Thornridge Buckner's, is where Buckner went to high school. He, when he was a junior and senior, they won back to back state titles. <clears throat> how did you do? It? How do, well, we always got out of the regional and got beat in the sectional. Okay. We were a basketball powerhouse. Yeah, obviously not a football powerhouse. I'm, this is crazy, man. I don't understand it. The whole state not a football yeah. powerhouse. That, that's, like, that's like Texas didn't have – you couldn't play when we were in high school and even going into the 90s, really. You, you couldn't – at least through 1985, 86, 87, you could not participate in anything outside of school. As far, you couldn't go to summer camps. Mm-mm. You couldn't do anything. Mm-mm. And so for the longest time, Everything. like in Full basketball, time. Texas never produced anything in basketball because you were just playing for your school team. That's you couldn't right. do anything else. They and didn't then, have camps and now then. in the last 30 years, how many great players have, Texas. has Texas produced? They, they've been holding back the NBA mm-hmm. and the NCAA because they didn't have good foot, They didn't have good basketball camps we didn't have in right. Texas. You couldn't play select ball. We you were, couldn't and do we were anything. athletes, too, man. That's right. We, didn't have we changed the game, Bill. Yeah, that's we right. changed the game. Yeah. We we didn't have junior high football either when I was in school. Stop talking, man. Are we, is it time for a break? Uh, it's past time. No one cared yeah. about this football. It was a basketball state. This is not the America. Greatest moment, not America. The greatest moment of my athletic career was Irving YMCA 8 and under championship. We won 42 <laughs> and there was nothing no, at Irving There was no Stadium. great school football. <laughs> that, that was tackle was football. That was Bill's only, <laughs> that was only athletic only moment. <laughs> That's right. don't, don't take that away from him. Hey, and then the next year, I was the quarterback of the Army. You know how many points we scored? What? Zero? Zero. Oh, Lord. That's when we realized. I'm sure you went out. I was in fourth grade. That's when we realized I needed glasses. <laughs> I didn't know. And you probably couldn't throw it. And I suppose, I suppose you had equipment, too, didn't you? <laughs> of course we did. <laughs> what do you mean? We played tackle football without Stop, equipment. Stop, man. Can oh. we go to a break, Bill? This is We played it, too, man. on Sunday afternoons this in the front yard. doesn't even deserve airtime on the We Texas. played it on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We played it every Friday. day in our front yard. We played tackle Chris, football. please no. save we played Save in a him, real Chris. field. <laughs> Save him, Chris. Okay, Mix Shots continues in a moment. 
Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek. Get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back, back, to mixed shots. Celebrate Christmas at the Star with Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza, powered by Reliant. The 20-minute show electrifies the star in Frisco with a powerful mix of game day excitement and Christmas cheer every Friday and Saturday at 6 p.m. through December 18th. Admission and parking are free. For more information, visit thestardistrict.com. That was a little uneven there, Spags. Was it? Yeah, Didn't I, was, flow? I, I was killing it yesterday. Oh, Bill. yeah. You should have seen his pace. <laughs> and was it a slowdown? And free admission. <laughs> Liar. Stop, man. Run it back, Chris. I was good. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey. Uh, was this a Tuesday on the radio? It was a Tuesday on the radio. That means Jerry Jones made his appearance yes. on the fan. And, um, you know, he was optimistic about Tyron Smith. Uh, he wasn't sure about CeeDee Lamb. Um, uh, oh, by the way, and we didn't get to Zeke. Uh, he was talking out here, and he said that, uh, he said, yeah, it's getting better, but it's kind of the same, he said, <laughs> forever that means. Uh, and then he said, uh, you know, when, I, when I'm running – and cutting, I'm fine. He goes, but when I fall, it yeah, hurts. Buddy. And I was going to say, well, just don't get tackled. <laughs> don't fall. Just keep going, right? Uh, but he was like, yeah, I'm playing, and and I just have to put. He said it, it feels like, you know, when you stub your toe and you have that momentary pain and then you walk it off. He said, when I fall and hit the ground, that's what happens, and I just have to get up and walk if it he's, off. If he has a the feeling in his knee 
as a stub toe. He's a tough man. Right. Because when I stub my toe, that, that hurts. I am done. <laughs> I am done. Nothing's broken, but boy, I hurt. And then don't you hate that when you oh, head to the bathroom oh, and you, or just bump anything? The older you get, it, it hurts night. more for yes. some reason. <laughs> you um, just curse to everybody, man. <laughs> Can't help it. So they were uh trying to pin uh, Jerry down on Amari Cooper not being vaccinated. Uh, and, you know, he was basically talking about, you know, the funny thing he said, if he had been vaccinated, he would have ended up playing because they test on Monday. Uh-huh. And so he didn't have any symptoms. So he might not have never known he was positive and wouldn't have found out until after the game. Until Monday. And, and so they asked him something about, well, it seems very uh, punitive. And he goes, that's what the NFL wanted, to have guys get vaccinated. So if you're vaccinated. Uh, you, you suffer know, the consequences you get, if you don't get vaccinated. And if you're not, you get tested every day. Yeah. And then they found out. But here was the key thing when they asked, were you upset with him? And I thought he had, it's, it's about a minute answer, but I thought, uh, and I've heard him say this before, mm-hmm. but he reinforced that he didn't dance around mm-hmm. how he felt about uh, Amari missing the game. Again, I said it early, you check me at the door in uh, a football team. Uh, that has nothing to do with the issues of masking, not masking, getting vaccinated, not getting vaccinated. And if I have a tone, I shouldn't. It just has nothing to do with it. The facts are it is a we thing when you walk into uh, the locker room and anybody is being counted on to uh, pull his weight. Everybody expects that. They look around at each other. They understand everybody's rights. They do. We do. Everybody understands our rights and our options as it pertains to those rights. But can you, uh, uh, if you forget that it's a we thing and how important your part is, uh, obviously, these guys are, are rewarded. They're rewarded financially. Now, Mark Cooper is outstanding, folks. He's one of the highest character guys that you will ever be around in any area. And he's outstanding in his, in my, in his introspect and, and how he does things. He, uh, had, when it was at uh, uh, the Raiders for a year or two, he set up a library for the players to uh, uh, read during their breaks, which they have. So my point is, he's an outstanding, and we're not in any way, nobody's saying that he isn't outstanding. But this is a classic case of how it can impact a team when people are, at the end of the day, this is not individual, it is team. You cannot win anything individually. And he won, and he, before he said, and we got, and we got a pop, and it popped us. Meaning not having them mm-hmm. out there. So that, that is, that is, that's one of the best things I've ever heard Jerry say about we and you Just don't we, win man. individually. I right? mean, and and it's not. He was I, was. I like how he didn't chastise, but it's just a fact. The way it's set up, you know, it's all about team. And if you don't take care of business the way you're supposed to on and off the field, then those consequences are going to come and, and you're going to be they're going to be punitive on your butt. Right. You understand? And <laughs> so. it, you know what? It sort of reminded me we got to training camp and the Cowboys as a as players as a team were slow to get vaccinated. And Michael Irvin came out 
on national TV when he was asked a question about the Cowboys, and this was at a time when they were maybe 40, 50 percent vaccinated. And, and he basically said, if, if you're trying to do everything you can to win a Super Bowl, he said it's no different than working out in the offseason. It's no different than attending all the practices. you got to be all in, and all in means you need to get vaccinated. And after that, all of a sudden, Jerry started with the we stuff, and the vaccination rate rose and rose and rose till uh, I think they Because Jer- Jerry wasn't talking like that last year. Or not last year, but he he, he changed which his is a, tune I, I, which after is great. Michael That's my point. during training camp. This is my point. It, yes. He wasn't talking like this is a, this is an excellent, excellent change. I, I love it. So, I love it. So anyway, just missing guys matter. I don't care how good this guy's playing or that guy's playing as a, as a, a backup, but there's, they're a backup, and you need your starters out there. And we talked about this, uh, I think, early in the season. We were talking about the best, the team that survives this. As a team, that's going to be the one that comes through. It's not going to be the most talented. It right. really isn't. It's, it might not even be the one with the best record uh, going down the stretch. It's going to be the one that stuck together as a team and was able to keep together a cohesive unit. I mean, I, I just can't say anything else about that. Uh, how many do you think are not vaccinated on this team? I think they were down to one or two is what so my one understanding of them, is. One of them. One yeah, of them got it. So <laughs> down to one now. <laughs> to one half or one. Yeah. So well, he's good for the rest of the season now. Yeah, good, right? Yeah, well, that's what that was what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. Okay, if you know, if you'd rather it be now than in January. He can ride it out. He can ride it out now. But it's, I mean, it, it's, it, and it's ten. I mean, what? It's ten days. So you, he's not playing. Can you? No, test, I mean, baby, because once you have it, yo, yeah, you I know, know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that proven though? Yeah, they said. Well, you should know. I don't. I don't know. I, I've had, I haven't got it a second time. But I mean, what up the screen? What, what is what is Doctor Fauci said about it? It's, it's three months. I believe it's three months after you've had your. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't have to test again for three yeah, months if he tested positive. That's why I say he can ride it out. That part I don't know. Well, I'm, because I'm, it will show up. What I was told after I had it is, uh, but you're like, not like working it, for the NFL. I was working for CBS, and I still am. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we had testing, yeah. and uh, according to the CDC or whatever uh, mm-hmm. govern, governing authority, it, it was on it. Mm-hmm. We did, if you had it, you didn't have to. There was a certain amount of time because it would be. It would it's at least there three would, months. There would still, even though you're not contagious. There is, it would show up on it could show up on a test when mm. you really didn't. They just didn't want to spend a hundred dollars to keep <laughs> testing. <it. laughs> so it would be interesting to know that. And mm-hmm. so I mean, if you if you're gonna if you got one vac- unvaccinated player, and uh, I'd rather it be you know the Kansas City and Las Vegas game than right. a playoff game in January. That's right. So okay, we continue with more mix shots in just a moment. Interesting. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? 
Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys way where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Back, back, back. To Mick Shots. This holiday season, visit the star to get your photo with Santa presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys-themed cottage in the Star District across from Ascension on the Star Boulevard from November 26th through December 24th. For more information and to book your photo, Everson, visit <laughs> thestardistrict.com slash Santa. And... Everson, you are out in the community today. I am. I was out there at the Salvation Army right off of Harry Hines with several other former Dallas Cowboys. I don't know if you guys can see it. There's me and Rowdy putting some stuff in the truck. Can they see that? Are we doing yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Good go. job. There. Thank you, Christopher. We got another one. I was about to steal some stuff because, I, you know, I buy, I buy uh, discount brands, but this is they have, like, real brand name stuff. That's a Simply Lemonade right there. I get the, I get the, the counterfeit stuff. So, counterfeit. <laughs> they had the brand names. They come from Tokyo yeah, or somewhere. Yeah, you know, they have different, they misspell stuff on, the, on the, the, the labels that I get. So, You know, I did, uh, when they could before COVID, uh, the players um, and some of the coaching staff would go over to that Salvation mm-hmm. Army and, and serve, yeah, and serve uh, lunch you you know bring a plate out for, for the for the people there and they were so appreciative. Yes. I mean, it really made you feel good. And they wanted to talk football. Well, mm-hmm. and plus it was it was very in that regard because we were putting them in the cars. Right. That was very busy. We had a little little arrangement going. Charles Haley was there acting like he was working. He didn't do anything. He talked to Charlotte. She was there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the Rocket was there. He's got a, his beard is grayer than my hair on top he of my Santa head. Santa Claus, right? Yeah, he looked like Santa Claus. Uh, who else did they have? Uh, uh, George Teague was there. Uh, also, uh, Tony Casillas was there as well. So we had a few guys there. Timmy Newsom was really? there also. Good. Yep. He and I are going to be running in that uh, BMW Half Marathon December 12th. So while the Cowboys kicking butt. Me and Tim going that to be game, That's game day, right? That's game day. I believe CBS 11 might oh, be. Oh, yeah. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see us out there, then. About to die, man. <laughs> All right, you uh, said something about Andy Reid. 
Oh, that I read this yesterday, in. but I wanted you to hear it. Okay. <laughs> so after the game, and it's worth, if anybody's listening to this two days in a row, to hear it again. After the game, they won, and somebody asked him if this was a statement game for the Chiefs, like they're back and they're a serious mm-hmm. contender. Every week is crazy in this league, so I'm not sure there are any statements. There's not a lot of consistency going on right now amongst the NFL here. Every week is a big-time challenge. I'm talking about wins and losses haven't been consistent. There are ups and downs, and teams are favored, and then they get beat. I mean, it's crazy. Now, I didn't read this part, but he went on. It's what the league strive for, parity in this league. And I think they've done a great job with that. Every city has an opportunity to win football games. That's a great thing, and we're no different. We've got to just keep our nose to it and bear down as we go. Take each game as it comes. We haven't proven anything yet. You can talk all about it after the season. That's a good one. Go find an island and go <laughs> lay around and tell everybody about it. But right now, not so much. Yeah, you did read that yesterday. Because I remember <laughs> I the island. The I remember part? the island. The yeah. island part. You're on the island and you can just have a good time. After it's all over. All right. And then in our last uh, few minutes here, mix shots, unless you got some something else you want to throw in. I do. In. I think we should point out that uh, the struggling New York uh, Giants. That's, exa- that's where I was going next. Found their fall guy. They, yep. That's yep. exactly what it is. They fired Jason Garrett <laughs> because he is not guy. producing enough <laughs> yeah, points. Yeah, it's all his fault. Uh, Freddie Kitchens, former Cowboys yeah, assistant, is expected to take over play calling with Garrett gone, starting with Sunday's visit from the Philadelphia Eagles, a division rival that has won three of four by scoring 44, 30, and 40 points in those victories. Well, you know, when you look at that uh, giant squad, I mean, it wasn't Kitchens helping. Uh, he was the offensive uh, special assistant. I'm sure he had so, – well, I'm sure he was assisting, right? Yeah. I mean, so – Giants r- uh, ranked dead last in the NFL with 42 offensive touchdowns since the start of last season. Last year they were 31st in points, 17-and-a-half, 31st in yards, 299.6. And this year they've improved just a little bit. Twenty-five point uh, no, twenty-five. They're ranked eighteen point nine, twenty-third in yards, three twenty-two point eight. And um, last year they lost Saquon Barkley in the second game of the season, mm-hmm. and their wide receiving core included Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, and nothing else. Right, Gall- Galladay. And so no, they That's got this him year. This they got year. them this year. Okay. So they tried to shore and, it up, and, and then they Tony, and, and, Tony. Yeah, Kadarius Tony in yeah. the draft. But they've been injury plagued. The guys they picked up and the guys that were holdovers have so, all been injury plagued. Here's the bottom line: because Jason last week when they kept coming at him about the offense, he said, "You know, you have to make the decision to say, okay, we've got to allocate this resource." Because this is important to us, meaning offensive, offensive line, line he was talking about. That's he right. goes, and we did that, and he meant in Dallas, time and time again. And all of a sudden, you built a really powerful, strong offensive Created line the that's still going today. That's right. That includes really good players, cornerstone players. Yep. So that's, that's what right. you have to do. Yeah. And I'm sure somebody upstairs Got pissed off. didn't like that yeah. whatsoever because they didn't. And they and they picked an offensive lineman, and it looks like they picked the wrong guy mm-hmm. because the best thing he did on Sunday was catch a pass as a 
uh, eligible tight end. You know, they they drafted Jones. I, I, Jones is okay. I mean, I guess you could still make that work if you had the offensive lineman and things of that nature. But, man, they passed up on a couple of nice players. I think they could have had Lamar Jackson instead of Jones. They could have had a couple of really nice quarterbacks. Well, Eli was still playing when Jackson came out, right? But you still could have. You could have got him and said, okay, let's get him ready. Let's get him. But, but, I mean, just Which, by the way, those guys were really good last night. Eli and and Oh, were they? And they had Parcells on, too. Oh, I missed well, that. Yeah, you I, can't, you I can't heard about it today. Yeah. Well, Parcells is yeah. great. He's really good. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so he ends up taking the fall. Uh, and, got you, a, and you saw it coming. I've got a suggestion to TCU Athletic Director Jeremiah Donati. <laughs> Uh-oh, here we go. It's going to be a – Does Jason still have a home here? It's going to be a cow bite. I'm sure he does. Probably. Yeah. I would suggest to Jeremiah Donati, the TCU head uh, athletic director, that he interview Jason Garrett for that head coaching job. And if, as rumor has it out there, that TCU might be hiring the SMU head coach, Sonny Dykes, I would make that same suggestion to the SMU athletic director, Rick Hart, if he has mm-hmm. an opening for a head coach. Yeah, I think Jason has a uh, – I think he has that, that mentality. The college kind yeah, of, I think, yeah. yeah, there's a way he can, he can has patience with kids, you know, who uh, have that potential. I think he can really show them the right path. And then the other side of Jason that doesn't, people don't know, his patience only lasts so long, <laughs> and he'll put him in line. Right. Everybody right. thinks he was like a cupcake, mm-hmm. and he is not. Believe me. And I think he uh, just didn't want to show it to in the locker, you know, while the cameras were rolling, right, so to speak. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. So we'll see what happens there with him. But I bet he's not out of work long. All right. You done? Is that your last mix shot? Let me see. Look through that voluminous. Yeah, legal well, you know pad. what? We'll. Oh, I got one for you. Uh-oh. Ah. Here he comes. Hold on. Love that. <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> threw for 260 yards, or Mahomes threw for 260 mm-hmm. yards. 167 of those yards, I looked it up after we talked about mm-hmm. it yesterday, were yards after catch. 64% of their passing yards were yards after catch. So you better get back to tackling. That's it. Good point. And maybe not play so far off the line of scrimmage all the time. i tell you what, before we go, the question was, do we sacrifice Parsons' personal stats for the good of the team? Because when he's at that D-line, when he's on the line rushing, he gets a lot of nice stats. But sometimes, like you were talking yesterday, we just might need him in the middle because we are better defense while he's in the middle. You understand? I'm with you. And you Something know what? We can talk about tomorrow. And in the last, how about this? Playing defensive end, and not counting the last game because they basically pulled guys in the in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter, the previous game mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter against the Giants. He played ninety-two percent against New England, one hundred percent against Minnesota, ninety-seven percent, and those were all at linebacker. And this game, eighty-eight. Eight percent, so a little bit less. It was. It, that's a lot for an edge rusher, right? And you got to rotate that guy, right? You mm-hmm. wear him out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I just think he's so versatile. You can do so many things in the middle. I haven't there. seen him get tired yet. Right. Right. No. No. <laughs> right. Oh, wait a minute. Tired yet. And, and here's here's your here's your quote of the day. By the way, people. And this is Micah Parsons. They were talking about. You know, is he doing so much? Does he get tired? He said, "People talk about the rookie wall. I just need to keep climbing and climbing and see what's on the other Go side ahead, of the boy. wall." That boy need to be a preacher. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> And with that, (laughs) we will be back again tomorrow for a Wednesday edition of a fabulous football fight song Friday edition of Mix Show. What time? On Wednesday. 1230. 1230. 1230. 1230. 1230. 1230. 1230. 1230. 1230. 1230. 1230. 1230. 1230. 1230. 1230. 1230.